0: You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 163 with Melissa Sharp. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, welcome back to part two of the interview with Melissa Sharp. So if you guys did not hear last week's episode, which is episode 162, make sure to go back and start with that. Um, because this episode jumps right into our interview. So it won't make as much sense if you start here. Um, but just to do a recap, um, I had Melissa come on the show because I wanted to talk about hospitality as we go into Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's Eve. And, you know, we are inviting more people over. And it's just the season of giving and not just giving of stuff, but giving of ourselves and showing love and um, being Christ like and loving on those people. That you may not think that they would you know necessarily be the people that you need to be loving on, and it's those people that might be left out and people that don't have someone and to really kind of think outside of the box when it comes to hospitality and not just be thinking, what is Pinterest perfect, what do you see in the magazines with all the placement cards and all that stuff, don't get me wrong, I love all that stuff. I think it's beautiful, I think it's great, um, but it's also about how can we be more hospitable and giving of our time um, to people um, who need it and may just be feeling lonely right now. And so I hope this inspires you to think a little bit more about being hospitable and not being perfect, but just inviting even one person over that you might've not thought about inviting to your house and just showing them the love um, that you have for them and making them feel that they're special and included. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey, you guys, I have something pretty exciting that I wanna share with you. So in October, I hit 50 pounds down. That's right, 50 pounds down in 10 months. And if you've been listening to this show for the past few months, I've been talking about my weight loss journey at the beginning of every show. But if you guys wanna hear more of the details, make sure to tune in December, because I'm really going to go into detail what really worked for me, what products I use, and what I've learned during the past 10 months. I've had so many women come up to me and ask me what I've been doing, and I do like to share with them how I started this journey to begin with. So if you want to know that, make sure you go to episode 112 with Amanda Nybert. I did her program, and that is really how I got the ball rolling. And I still use a lot of what I learned from her today. And so I would highly recommend her program. It's a seven-week online program. And I just feel like if you've been stuck and you need some accountability, structure, and help with meal planning, this is such a perfect plan for you. And not only that, but she has given she has given us a $10 referral code. Um, so you want to make sure you get that $10 off. So you need to go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash lean. And before you check out, you're going to see a box that says referral code. This is where you need to make sure you put in the code. And when you go to this page, you will see the codes. But just in case you want to hear it, the code is MOM, M-O-M, in order to get the $10 off. And when you make a purchase using my code, I do get a commission that helps support the show But I wanted you guys to know that I only recommend products or services that I use myself. So that is why I don't promote a lot of different things on the show. So you guys, if you have friends that are struggling with their weight, maybe you don't struggle with that, please make sure to share this with them and let them know about the series that is coming up in December. Because I know it can be very isolating when you're trying to lose weight, and I never want anyone to feel alone. Also, I just want to say, I know the holidays are coming up and people are already probably thinking about Christmas cookies and all the things that they're going to eat. But I do want to say this from experience. I'm glad I started when I did. There are so many reasons that I could have pushed it off and said, I'm not going to do it. My birthday's in January and I started in January. I could have just said, well, I'll wait till this time. And I've done that too many years in a row. And just imagine starting 2020 10 pounds down instead of 10 pounds up. I feel like it would really set you up for 2020 and really get you on a great path and feeling good about yourself. And so don't let the holidays get in the way of your goals. All right, let's go to the show.
1: You know, you and I, Amber, right. have talked about the whole social media mm-hmm. aspect. That, that's a, that's a <laughs> beast all in itself. All in itself. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you feel about that? Using social media, I mean, having a public platform yourself, like it's not... It's not easy.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like I would actually have so many more listeners and all this kind of stuff if I actually, you know, pounded the pavement and threw myself out there and was posting all the time to the point that you might have to hide me in your feed. (laughs) (laughs) Ad nauseum. Yeah. And and, and it's hard because um, we've talked about this, that you know, the, the things that I'm doing, even as being a travel agent, you know, it's all marketing Mm -hmm. of myself, which is very challenging. And, um, but at the same time, if I don't ever talk about it or if I don't ever post it, which I do need to get better at, um, I, no one's going to know one that I'm a travel agent or two that I have a podcast. So, um, then what is the point that I'm like doing all of this and no one knows. So there is this balance, um, but yes, there's many times that I just want to kind of stick my head in the sand and I'm like, I don't really want to be on social media. You know, people will say to me, oh, did you know that this happened in the referencing? Did I see this on Facebook? And I didn't because I really try not to be on it that much because I feel like it's a time warp. Like you go mm-hmm. on it and then you look up and you're like an hour's went by. And um, it's so true. it's true. Yeah. So it's really hard. But there is... There's definitely a positive to it. So I think trying to stay within the, this is positive. It is nice to know what's going on because you aren't going to be able to talk to all the people that you do know. And it is nice to kind of see, oh, this is what's going on or their kids look like this or whatever. And, um, um, and then for myself posting, I do need to do it. And, and and many times I'm just like, my head is in the sand because I'm like, I, I don't want to do it. Um, so yeah, it is really, really challenging. Um, and then also, too, you get sucked into that you're looking at everyone's highlight reel. And so I most know. most scenarios, like not everybody, I know you're really good at being real, um, but most people are just putting on their the best things, right? And so, um, or, you know, and then we went through the whole, especially here in the United States, for the longest time, it was so much politics that people were oh. blocking people because it was just yeah. like, so... <laughs> <laughs> political wars. Yeah. 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 It just can't, Oh my goodness. It just can go all over the place. So, yeah. um, yeah. So th- that was not a simple answer, but, but that is how I feel. And this is why I end up just putting my head in the sand and, and then not posting. And then I'm like, Oh yeah, no one's going to know. No one's going to know what's going on if I don't do it. So, um, I think, I think if you can try to be as realistic as, as possible, right? You don't need to put all your stuff out there where you're just like complaining about your life. Nobody wants that either. And so yes. um, yep. you kind of have to think about like, what would you, here is a good example. Okay, there. when people like post about their spouses, I would like to know if those people's personalities would actually walk into a room and announce the same thing that they just posted. I really awesome. try to say- What I say in real life. So if I'm at a party, you will probably never hear me say, It's Todd's birthday today. He is so amazing. And like, he is the best dad ever. That's just not my personality. So (laughs) it it doesn't translate very well onto Facebook because it feels very fake to me because I don't talk like that. And so, not that I don't think that about Todd, but I think a lot of times people are having to put on this like, show a little bit. And I'm like, but would you really say that in real life? Like if we were all talking, would you all of a sudden just announce it at your husband's birthday? Like probably not. So it is interesting to see how that kind of pans out with people. Mm-hmm. Um, Why I say that. And this is going to lead into our discussion about FOMO. So fear of missing out if people don't know that acronym. Because I think a lot of people act a certain way on social media, then everybody's comparing off of that person being mm-hmm. that way and and then in reality they may not even be like that in real life
1: absolutely
0: yeah so not or only they... are you comparing you're comparing against a false personality that is only like that behind a screen yeah does that make
1: sense it does make sense and i i appreciate what you're saying i i the highlight reel is a thing for me i see the good in it and i also see the negative in it so we are inherent. this is how I look at it, Amber—we are inherently built by God to seek all that is pretty and beautiful mm-hmm. and lovely, right? That is in us. That's, like, why scientists have proven that when we walk in nature, it changes us from the inside out. When we take in God's beauty, when we— you know, see the flowers and we smell the fresh air and the trees and the water. Water is is huge. I had already told you, like, I'm Mm -hmm. drawn to the water. I just find it's so powerful and so beautiful. So I'm drawn to things that are beautiful. So why can't I sit on the other side and see someone's highlight reel and think, that's awesome. I'm so happy that you went on that family vacation. Those are great photos. And I'm not a big commenter on social media. I'm Mm -hmm. not... I'm not a big commenter at all. I'm, you know, I I have to have a certain level of privacy that I keep for myself. But I will comment and just say, what an amazing time your family had. And I will be genuinely happy for those people. Um, On Instagram, I follow a lot of, I love uh, home decor. That's a, a huge thing for me. I love style. I love color. I just love all those things. So I follow those types of things on Instagram because I'm a visual learner. You know, I... Love that pantry, but I know that (laughs) I can't afford an 8,000 square foot house to have a walk in pantry that's that pretty. Right. But it's nice to look at. And right. And so I think we just have to kind of get to a place where we can separate the two. You're right. Like understand that that's not reality or realistic for most people. Mm -hmm. And for some people, it is. Yeah. Like, and God bless you because that's awesome. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm not going to have that. And I'm content with that. That doesn't mean that it happened overnight for me. I had to get to that place um, and just understand that not everything is as it appears to be. Correct. Yeah.
0: Right? Yes. Well, and like we've talked about this too, like even knowing people, right? And knowing them in real Mm -hmm. life and how their lives don't always match up to what they're posting. And that's exactly what I'm trying to say. It's like... It's one thing if you really are like that, like you've gone into their house and you're like, oh, they totally got it down. Like, okay, say maybe it's like uh, design, right? We'll use that as an (laughs) example. Their house is gorgeous. And you're like, oh, their house is gorgeous, right? To me, that makes sense. Okay. But if you're only taking a corner of your house and you're kind of trying to be like, my house is so amazing. Okay. Well, I mean, what are all the people that are thinking that like... you? know you and again (laughs) kind of like me saying about the whole happy birthday to Todd and Todd's the best dad okay I think people who really know me I think they would almost be like Amber so doesn't talk like that like I think it would be (laughs) weird like I think they would be like I've never heard her talk like that ever you know what I mean and so um, there are people who do talk like that. So I think it's completely appropriate for those people to talk like that. Like if you're literally reading their thing, you're like, I could so hear them saying that like that's their personality. And it's amazing. Um, so I'm not even just talking about how stuff is being clean. I'm just talking about. Yeah how you are overall or or let's like even pretend you're like oh I have such great friends and I'm such a good friend but you know that they really do suck like I'm just saying it's like I'm just <laughs> I'm just giving these extremes okay so that people get the, the just and why it's so important to know
1: <laughs> so would you put a post up then that's like these are all the people that really suck in my life and then tag them all do you think that I'm just trying they're like you're like
0: hashtag transparency <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hashtag
0: authentic authentic self um <laughs> no, I think I'm just using that as an example that like yeah. um that the the problem with the social media and all that and the fear of missing out and dealing with all the comparison and the jealousy is that it it could trip up people and it, it's one thing that if you really are okay, let's just use like an example, like you say, you see like a girl that looks like a model, like, and she looks like a model in real life. That in itself is already challenging, right? That you're like, Mm -hmm. she is so beautiful. Like, how did she have children? I don't even know. She looks like she, you know, never gained a pound in her life. Okay. And she's like five, nine long legs, whatever. Okay. You already have that. But then if you have people trying to be a certain way and making themselves look a certain way, and then it makes people fall into the trap of comparison. And that person really doesn't exist like truly in real life. You're now falling in the trap of comparison, jealousy and against something that really is not real. It's kind of goes along with the real housewives. It's kind of like, yeah, you're getting jealous of something that really is kind of manufactured. And so that's just where we have to be careful to not like get into the, you know, FOMO and comparing and, and kind of stuff like that. And, I don't know how this is tying into hospitality, but I'm just thinking like, I do think a lot of this comes up in regards to people getting together and and people doing things together. Oh, and uh, we've even talked about being left out, you know, oh, of a yeah. group, you know, yeah. I know I wasn't going to ask you this because this would just be mean. But, you know, I was like, when you were talking about your um, girls trip, and if you only had a private jet, you'd only be able to have so many people on that plane. I was going to ask you who would... Come and who wouldn't come, but I didn't want to do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Amber, I'd invite you first. How about that? I appreciate it, it. (laughs) I think comparison and jealousy, I mean, that's huge because if you're walking around with a jealous spirit or Mm -hmm. you're struggling with envy all the time, and I think that if we have those issues and everyone experiences those emotions at some point, none of us is exempt from them. Right. Uh, I think that it's kind of a red flag that there's something deeper that needs to be dealt with in our character. And if you're struggling with that and you're constantly comparing, you're not having a hospitable heart and then people don't feel comfortable around you because one that tends to lead to us uh gossiping about others you know you, in our language and our dialogue right. comparing what one person has to what we have and and often i've i've heard it um people will talk negatively about someone or negatively about a situation or circumstance in their life to make themselves feel better sure Mm-hmm. Because they don't have. And i it's such a slippery slope and it's a really dangerous place to be. And I think that's how people are either going to gravitate towards you or they're going to run far away from you. Yeah, right. Right. And even if you were to have the best dinner party yep. and you were to invite this eclectic group of people and you had the most amazing food and and your house was gorgeous and the table was set just so the people are going to leave that party and either you made them feel welcome and loved and appreciated and it was such an amazing time that they had there or they're going to walk out thinking, did I say the wrong thing? Mm -hmm. Did I sit the wrong way? Did I eat too much? Did I not eat enough? You know, did I, did I, did I? Mm -hmm. And then you haven't created, no matter how pretty something is on the outside, you haven't created a hospitable environment, which is why I always keep... (laughs) And paper plates in my pantry cupboard. Oh, yeah. Because, it. you know, I have so many friends with young kids and they're like, I don't want my kid to break the plate. I don't care if your kid breaks the plate, but if it makes you feel better, here's a paper plate. Yeah,
0: you make them feel more at home so that they're not stressed out, even though you Ab- don't care. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: And I yeah. actually was taught that. I mean, we a lot of us grew up... um, in the era of you had like one phone in the home, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't have social media or computers or, or all of those things. So if you were having company come over, it was usually, you know, my parents made plans on Sunday at church for another family to come over and we would be like our faces washed and our hair brushed. And you. Know, my mom always taught me you no matter what you have a pot of coffee on and you've got something in the freezer that you can pull out really quick. And I kind of took that into my adulthood. And funny enough, my mom still has that mentality where well, she'll mm. come over and stock my own freezer with things. But Okay, I want to know what she's stocking your freezer with. Oh, like she'll she'll oh, she came over a week ago with like um these like ginger molasses cookies and Ooh. butter tarts. And that's so fun. Like, right that she bought at a bakery and she'll bake like fresh banana bread and then and she'll then pre- put it in the freezer. And put it in my freezer so that when people come over, that's I oh to pull out, right? It. And it's like, oh, you just happen to have this? Yeah, I did because I always anticipate people coming into my home, and I want them to just feel welcome here. Um, You know, we talked about the FOMO. We've talked about this many times. It's actually something that I think that's now defined in Webster's dictionary. This is it has become oh, wow. an epidemic in our society. Is the yeah. fear of missing out mm-hmm. and? as we've talked about before with our children in a past episode, my younger daughter was born with FOMO. She was like born with it's like the fear of missing out on anything and everything, which causes her to not express her emotions in the most positive manner. Now, yes, she is young. So we're still in the trenches of learning this and I am trying to teach her this. And sometimes she has a teachable spirit and sometimes she does <laughs> not have a teachable spirit. Um, but it's interesting. My best friend made a comment to me. We were talking about FOMO um, over coffee, and she said, "It's not um, the things that I see on social media that bother her so much. Of like what I have compared to what somebody else has. Ha- somebody else has. She's actually the second person in this last week that made a comment to me that it's seeing pictures or posts of things that she wasn't invited to." Mm. Yeah. And she said, my whole thing is, am I good enough hmm. to be invited? Yeah. Am I good enough to have a seat at the table? Yeah." And I had shared a brief story with you the other day. Another friend, uh, and I'll keep it very basic. They were... Uh, It's a pretty, pretty successful social media account and blog that a person has. And there's a small group of them. They were all really good friends and they were having a dinner party. And she didn't know about the dinner party until it was posted on the social media and on this blog. Mm. And uh, she had serious anxiety about it because her first reaction was, why wasn't I invited? Like, these are very close friends of mine. She held on to it for about a week and decided she needed to clear the air. And she went to her friend and said, I was very hurt. And why weren't we invited? I'd really like to know. And this friend gave her a very honest answer and told her that she wasn't invited to this party because they had curated a very specific photo for social media and they wouldn't have fit in the picture. You can't see me, but I'm shaking my head. Yeah. Yeah. And to get that answer, mm. I, for her, her reaction was, I didn't have to be in the photo. Like, I could have been eating the plate with on my lap on the other side of the room. Like, I didn't have to be in the picture. Right. Yeah. And she said, is it that hard mm-hmm. to pull up an extra chair to the table? Right. It's never, never hard to pull up an extra chair to the table. Mm. You know, my daughters and I have this saying in our house and it's leave no girl behind. Right. Yep. Leave nobody behind. Yeah. And to think that that friendship has changed. And of it course. was altered over an image that on the other side, now we know was never real. It was curated for for a purpose. What that purpose was, I don't know. Yeah. And really didn't
0: I, matter when it comes down to it, but it did you to know. your friend. Right. And I'm
1: sure that all the people who read that post don't yeah. remember it. But the person who was hurt certainly remembers how that made them feel.
0: Well, and so, here's, the, when, here's the thing, and I know I interrupted you, is that's exactly what I'm saying when people are looking at social media. So they could be feeling sad or envious that here, this person has such a great life with their friends, right? Look at this perfect picture. What they don't know is this girl over here that's not in the picture has been completely left out, which has mm-hmm. been so damaging. And that's yeah. what I mean. So so then you're creating, if it was real, that's one thing, right? Which what I was trying to say before about the model is like, you're already yeah. going to have those kind of things like, oh man, they look like they have such a good life, whatever. And then you realize the damage that it's created behind the scenes. And then you're also tripping mm-hmm. up other people over here about something that isn't actually even real and it's hurting other people because it would rather Mm. care about how it looks than how it's going to make someone feel. It's the opposite of what you were saying at the very beginning of the show of making, how, how does this make someone feel?
1: Absolutely. And you know, you have to have a measure of mercy and grace there too, where I'm sure at the end of the day that that thought didn't cross that other person's mind, you know, where it's like, I, I didn't think that I was going to hurt you. I just was one track minded. And she, she kind of looked at it. I don't like she had a goal and she wanted to achieve yeah, it. Right.
0: And that's what, and that's what sh- her main priority was. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, yeah, um, I, yeah. That, which is a challenge
1: in itself. It is. It absolutely is. So I feel like uh, to be hospitable, it's literally, it just starts with, we need to internalize In ourselves and go, am I content where I am? Am I really content where I am? And if, and if I'm content, I know, I know the situation's going to change. I know the circumstance is going to change, but if I can find value in that, I can feel grateful. And if I can feel grateful and find things to be grateful for and give Thanksgiving, then I can have a hospitable spirit where people will be drawn to me. Because really, if you've got, hot coffee um, and a comfy couch really that's what matters to that friend and the conversation than anything else going around you I don't know how many times I have showed up at my girlfriend's house and she oh she's uh, two chairs in her family room two big sofa chairs mm. they are covered in laundry like clean laundry <laughs> Yes. But they come out of the dryer and, and, go there. and piles of, yeah, until mm-hmm. she gets around to folding them. I don't know how many times I've sat there with a cup of coffee and just started folding her laundry. <laughs> like, because it, it to me, it. It, yeah. right. it because, uh, you know, my house looks the same. Yeah. Like, you want to look at my laundry. Like, that's just reality. Why can't we do life with other people and invite them in? Put paper plates in your cupboard, you know? Bake a batch of cookies and stick them in your freezer. Yep. Invite that neighbor that has been kind of trying to start up a conversation with you and, you know, you've been negligent to notice. Maybe mm. ask her if she wants to sit on the front porch. Yeah. You know, it, it just starts with little bits where people feel comfortable around you. Because if you really think about it, if you're with somebody that makes you feel mm-hmm. welcomed, that you're worthy to be invited. You don't care what's going on around them. You don't care what's the situation or circumstances. You don't care that there's dust bunnies running around on the floor or there's dirty dishes in the sink. You know, it's nice that you want to clean your counters before I get there, but that's not what hospitality is. And yes, you're right with the holidays. This is a, a huge time for a lot of people, you know, what about the people that don't have anyone to celebrate with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have no one. You know, we have um, a very young grieving widow right now in our church. And this will be her first Christmas without her spouse. Mm. You know, we have um, seniors yep. who've lost, who, who've passed away uh, they, their children have passed away before they have. Mm. And so they're grieving the losses. You know, think about all those amazing Christmas memories that we want to make for our kids. Mm-hmm. And that's all that some people have is to look back and the I remember mm-hmm. all the memories that I made. And now I'm just sitting in an old folks home and nobody's here to see me. I. What about the people who can't afford to buy a turkey? Yeah. You know, what about the guy, the single guy at your church who's just praying for a wife and he doesn't have anybody to celebrate with? I mean, everybody's carrying something. Right. Everyone feels lonely sometimes. Everyone wants to feel included in something because we're all craving something bigger than we are. And I think that that's what what social media does is it makes you feel a part of something bigger than you. Mm -hmm. Right. And all these, you know, so-called friends that we have and acquaintances and connections. It's really, it is a blessing that we have social media at this day and age where we can connect with so many different people. You know, are we being our true selves? Yes. Are you making a post saying all these pretty words about your spouse when really you're fighting like cats and dogs at home Mm -hmm. and you've got nothing nice to say to him, to his face? You know, maybe, you know, it's all those things like... Just being your true self. You don't hash, have to hashtag an authentic post. <laughs> you just make just an authentic it. post.
0: Yeah. 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 Kind of like, I I think the thing is, is that if people can be more like themselves, if they were in a setting of a few women or whatever, like, how yep. would you be talking? You know what I mean? I, I feel like that's a pretty good indicator of how your personality comes out. You know, if you're with a group of people, Right. How much are you saying? How much are you not saying? What are you doing? Um, I think it's when people swing that pendulum so far the other way. And so then it kind of, it makes you question like, well, what is their motives? And then you take, I mean, that other girl that she just wanted to take that picture. Then you really are wondering what she's doing because if that's her whole life, then you're going to feel like everything is um, just cultivated for the feed. You know what I mean? So yeah. I do think it's good to know that about people. Like if you have that in your life to know that like you might, uh, you might take things personal when really it, 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 you need to not take things personal. And I do want to end on this because we're almost at the end of the show. And mm-hmm. I do want to ask, like, what do you do though when you know you're leaving people out? Because I'm sure people are thinking, I can't invite everybody, no, right? But I don't want that... to hurt their feelings. Where mm-hmm. is the cutoff? What do I do about that? How am I loving other people? So I'm curious, what do you do? Especially, you know, a lot of women. So I'm sure there can be times where people might be like, oh, Melissa had these people over, but you know, she didn't ask me. And if you asked, if I asked you, hey, Melissa, what did you think about not inviting her? You you probably be like, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> or, I know. or there's certain situations where you do want a certain dynamic, which is totally okay. I mean, not everybody can be part of a certain group, right? Like, yes. Um, but I guess as we end, I don't want to leave everybody just being like, okay, great, so I just need to invite all the people so that they don't get their feelings hurt. But then how do we still be hospitable and have a heart like Jesus? Well,
1: uh, I would say use <laughs> a lot of wisdom yeah. in what you say and what you post. So I don't often post photos on my social media feeds um, showing where I am yes. and whom I'm with. hmm Uh, just the other night, actually, we were out for a a big, you know, birthday celebration and there were specific people that were invited because the reality is, is you're not going to get invited to everything. You can't possibly invite everybody to everything. Uh, and I had some really great pictures of a couple friends and some acquaintances, um, that we had taken while we were out, but I didn't post any of them on social media just because you have to exercise wisdom. And you have to think of others. You have to serve others. And really, what's your motivation and your point in doing that? You know, a big thing that's uh, for our kids is birthday parties. So, you know, my daughters have a lot of friends, but I can't invite, you know, 50 kids over for a birthday party. So it's very specific. And we do have a celebration with our girls, but I don't post any of those pictures onto social media. I don't uh, I don't talk about it with other people. Um, probably just the people that were in the presence of the party or were aware of it or so forth. Mm. You just, you know, it's not wrong. It's not wrong for you to have an act social life in different, in different groups and to do these fun things. And and it's not wrong for you not to invite some people. And really like at the end of the day, I mean, we are called to love everyone, but that doesn't mean you're going to get along with everybody. Or you might have different social groups of friends that necessarily may not mesh super well together. It, you just have to exercise caution in what you're sharing with the world and why you're sharing it. Really, if you're taking a girl's trip and there's a specific group of you, and you know that there's a, a couple of friends who are left out, just think about how they're going to feel when they mm. see it posted mm-hmm. all over your social media. Yeah, You know? Mm-hmm. And if you want to post those pictures, then you go right ahead. We shouldn't be apologizing for everything that we do. We shouldn't have to apologize to everybody in our life um, for, you know, every choice that we make. But you, we do have to be aware that people will remember how we mm-hmm. made them feel yeah. always, always. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Melissa, you know, we can keep going on and on about this and <laughs> make it five episodes. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to close this. Is there anything else that you want to add that I didn't catch um, before we end? No,
1: i I think we've covered a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. I think this was really great. I would just challenge people. Honestly, I just want to challenge people to... Have a hospitable heart. You know, there's, um, if you know the comedian, is it John Christ? He's a really funny... Yeah, he lives Mm here. Oh, yes, he does. And he always says, check your heart. Um, (laughs) It was funny. I actually use that. I do too. And I use that line on my youngest daughter. And that... She was she was mel- she, you know, we're going through the back talk phase mm-hmm. and she was back talking me. And I said, girl, I'm like, check you need heart. to stop and check your heart. And she gave me the death stare, Amber. and She said, my <laughs> heart feels just fine. <laughs> and I realized, <sighs> you know, Jesus has got to help me with this one because, you know, she's she just doesn't always see it. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's we just I just want to encourage people. Check your heart. Just yeah. remember um, that not everyone is is walking the same walk. Not everyone is living the same situation or circumstance as you. And if you have an open and hospitable heart and you can, uh, if I can just reiterate, if you can find contentment in order to practice gratefulness, mm. then you have the freedom to be hospitable to others.
0: Yeah, I love that. Well, Melissa... As always, I love having you on the show. So thank you for coming back today and having this chat with us. I really hope that it inspires people to kind of just take a look at their lives and and think about where they can add more hospitality to it. Even if it's just a small gesture, like having someone over for coffee, it doesn't have to be this grand old thing where you completely stress out and, you know, because then I feel like that loses the whole meaning. Yes, it does. All right. Thanks again, friend. Thank you, Amber. I loved it. Love you too, friend. Hey, you guys, have you subscribed to the Mom Inspired Show email list yet? If you want to have discounts sent to your email and links to the books we discuss on the show, as well as all the guests' information, then you will want to subscribe. That way, every episode will show up in your inbox every Tuesday, and you won't have to go searching for the newest episode. It will be right at your fingertips. So just go to mominspiredshow.com and scroll down and enter your name and email, and you will be all set. See you next week.